Shareable is part of C-Suite Radio. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that this either is or will become your favorite podcast. This is Shareable, the podcast so good, you got to tell someone about it. I'm your host, Jeff Gibbard. In every episode, I talk with someone about the impact that people and technology have had on their career and their lives. So, let's get to it. Who is Nestle? Well, now you're just being ridiculous. Don't tell me you've never heard of the girl on the mattress or the girl on the bike. Come on, let, let, me, let me bring you up to speed. She was educated in native Turkey, and Neslihan holds a degree and license in engineering. With a great job and a fantastic apartment, she thought she was set. And so she was until she awoke one morning and said, is this all there is? Well, with the gift of appreciation for life, she decided to take a huge step out of her comfort zone, and she stepped right into the heart of New York. Instead of continuing engineering, she branched out into marketing with a niche in strategies that incorporate social media and search engine optimization. And that's how I found her. I was looking for a, uh, a blog or a site where somebody who did mattress reviews, because we have a client called Nuvana that sells mattresses uh, online. Great mattress, by the way. You should check it out at nuvana.com. That's kind of a shameless plug, but it's how I came across Nestle. And I got on the phone with her and I talked with her. And she was really cool. And it wasn't just that she was writing mattress reviews. I mean, that's cool, but like she does all of this stuff. She's she's in real estate. She's got this blog girl on the bike. She's got the, the blog girl on the mattress where she creates uh, videos and written reviews. And she just had a real passion for the different things that she did. So I thought, well, she'll be interesting to have on the show. And believe me when I tell you, this is a good episode because you're going to hear about someone whose experience is probably vastly different from yours. Having grown up in Turkey, it's not going to be a lot like what it is growing up in central Jersey or Baltimore. Um, Books were some of her best friends. And you're going to learn all about it in this episode, which by the end of, I think you'll probably agree is extremely shareable. All right, Shareable family, we're back with another fantastic episode of the Shareable podcast. I'm here today with Nestle, like the chocolate, and Nestle is my guest. I'd like her to introduce herself. So Nestle, talk about who you are and what you do. Hi, Jeff. Um, Thank you so much for hosting me in your show. Um, I have a couple of websites. Um, My first brand was girlonthebike.com, and now, like, since few couple months, I started girlonthematress.com. I review products. Um, pretty much, I love educating people into things that I am interested in. And it's Girl on the Bike was all about life, uh, travel, people, experiences. And now Girl on the Mattress is a more specific niche. And uh, I think it's working much better because it has a very specific niche, again, as I said. Um, and I'm also a real estate agent in New York City. That's awesome. So so you started out with uh, the girl on the bike and then the girl on the mattress. And you're like, oh, and also I am a real estate uh, agent in <laughs> New York. Oh, okay. No big deal. Just doing that. So you're in New York City and uh, you've been doing these various different blogs and, and help to build uh, an audience around things that you're interested in. Um, yeah. Um, I'm from Turkey, first of all. I studied engineering. 
and I found myself like following something that I didn't know what it was, but I love um, building communities. I love connecting with people and so through internet and like blogging videos, especially like connecting with people is so um, important for me. It's my business. It's my lifestyle. Um, yeah, I think. That's awesome. It. So we're going to talk a lot more about that. First thing, first things first though, I really need to set the stage for everybody listening. And really also for me, I need to understand more about how you use technology so I can better understand how to talk to you about technology and people. So the first thing is, uh, I want you to tell me, I want you to answer these questions as kind of quickly and straightforward as you can. I want to do a technology getting to know you. So are you, would you consider yourself an early adopter or a late adopter of technology or somewhere in between? Um, I think I am an early adopter of technology. Got it. So on a scale of one to 10, where would you put yourself as someone who uses technology? 10 being totally fluent, one being like, I don't know. Um, I think I'm nine. Okay. So you're pretty technology savvy. You're an early adapter or, or mm-hmm. early adopter. Um, so which of these four would you say you're more likely to do online? Uh, create content, curate content, comment on content, or quietly watch? I barely quietly watch. I don't comment. I create. Like yep. I constantly nonstop create for many different, uh, different businesses. Got it. Okay, cool. That's what I thought. And then finally, are you an iPhone or an Android user? Uh, I'm an Android user forever. Yeah, that's interesting. I, yeah, I love the freedom that the Android gives that um, iOS doesn't give. Okay. But recently, I started using MacBook Pro, and I love it. <laughs> I love I love the user friendliness, and um, it's good for me. The phone, I can't just deal with user friendly is not enough, so I need more um, freedom. Okay. And Android. Yeah. All right. Fair. Well, as you know, this show is about the two forces that impact every human being on earth at this point, and that's other people and technology. So what I like to do in this show is I really like to dig deep into uh, the experiences that my guests have had that have shaped them as human beings that have gotten to them where they are, the, uh, the challenges they've had, the opportunities that they've seen and taken advantage of both as it relates to people and technology. So we've just talked a little bit about the technology that you use, the, uh, you know, that you're an early adopter, that you're a creator, that you're technology fluent and that you use your Android phone. I want to know now that, you know, you've created these websites and everything. I want you to think about your technology usage and how you've chosen to be an early adopter and how you've chosen to create content. And I want you to talk to me a little bit about how your cho- your choice of how to use technology has changed your life. What would you be doing right now had you not decided to do with technology what you currently do with technology? Um, good question, Jeff. Um, I think we need to go a little bit back. Uh, I was studying engineering, and my first job before even I graduated was sales and marketing director at a factory. And they w- wanted me to sell their stuff. So I didn't make a decision. I'm going to be an early adapter. I'm going to use technology. I just look at the picture. I need to sell this product. And, oh, there's this thing like Google. I need to be there. I need to put my clients, like my company's products there. And I need to reach to the other um, buyers and, you know, clients. And so that's how I started learning uh, SEO, search engine optimization, e-commerce. And I worked that company shortly, and I 
like I opened my new uh, way, I would say, because I didn't fi- see myself working with just one specific company. Um, so technology, how I, sorry, can you repeat that? Yeah. So it, what I want to know is about how technology has changed your life. So okay. we're, we're all in this world now where we have mobile phones, we have search engine optimization, email marketing, we have the ability to connect with each other across time and geography. And, and in the absence of that technology, if we choose to ignore that technology, our life plays out a certain way. And if we choose to embrace any of these technologies, specific ones or all of them collectively, our lives take a different path. And you've chosen to use technology in a certain way, whether it was an intentional choice or whether it was something that sort of happened by way of other choices you've made. You use technology in a particular way. I'm curious how you see that having impacted your life and what you're doing now versus what you wouldn't have others. So starting point I see it already is that you learned a little bit about SEO, not out of desire to learn SEO, but out of necessity to learn SEO. And then from there, you went on to the next thing with that experience. So walk me through where from there technology has changed the path that you're on. Um, okay, just one little addition. The company that I, like, I supposed to sell stuff for them, their products, um, they were just doing traditional sales. And I'm always being an tr- uh, innovative person. Like I look at the picture that nobody can see. Um, and so then, like how many years, six years ago, I started teaching myself and took classes about the internet marketing mostly. Um, and from there, um, from there, I, like I had to build a website and I didn't want to hire someone. It took six months to learn how to build a website um, by using WordPress. And now I'm looking at it like I did everything myself, like editing videos, editing websites, building websites, hosting, uh, search engine optimization, uh, social media marketing, you know, all, all everything for a while. I did everything myself. I taught myself. And then I started hiring people to help me with my uh, business and also my clients because I did, you know, marketing. Um, I gave a service like social media marketing, SEO, website management, maintenance to my clients for a while. Now I don't do it anymore. Uh, I just do like a consulta- consultation basis. Um, but mostly I'm focused on my website. So it's it's all of my lifestyle now. I need to know, like I need to maintain my website. I need to know um, the details about SEO or everything, everything that I hire someone like a writer, um, I need to know, and I know it now. And of course it's never ending. Like there's constantly a learning, um, process there and I'm ready to learn. So basically you have these from what it sounds like to me, you have a passion for, obviously you have a passion for what you do, but you really wanted to have some freedom in your life and you wanted to follow those passions. And by learning how to use these different tools, you basically were enabled to shape the lifestyle that you wanted so that you could work with the type of clients you want in the way you want and actually do a lot of the own, your own work that you needed to do to be able to live the lifestyle that you wanted. Totally. Like you, you told it better than I did. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I found my, like, I knew I was not going to do engineering in an office. Uh, I didn't know what I was going to do. I just followed that, like something drew, drove me the freedom probably, and also create creativity. 
something that allows me to be creative as much as possible and be anywhere I want. Like right now I'm in New York. I could be somewhere else, but I do really like New York. Um, like it's a hate and love relationship, I think. So it's it's very nice and happy um, situation. Yeah, that's awesome. So a lot of the recurring themes that come up on the show from from you know speaking with you and people we've spoken with in the past is that technology really are just tools that enable you to do things in your life. And in your circumstance, as well as many others, that tool allowed you to conceptualize what you wanted your life to be and allowed you to get there. But as we all know, technology isn't the only thing. If you're just left to your own devices, so to speak, pun intended, with technology, you can't get everything done yourself. You obviously need other people in your life. And all of us have some sort of a story of somebody who said something to us at the right place at the right time, or who showed us how to do something or change the way that we saw the world around us. Can you tell me about someone that changed your life and what they did that made you think differently or see your future differently? Um, another good question. Um, you know, I grew up in little towns of Turkey, not even like I'm from the capital, but I grew up in little, little, really 20,000 people town, um, more conservative, etc. So my influencers was the books that I read. They opened me the world that not a big city could open or anything else. Like I, I had this total freedom and a big picture uh, my books, the characters, um, like my childhood, I think that's how I became so uh, independent and like world view, open mind, etc. because of these books. But then if you ask me like specifically, I think Tony Robbins and Tim Ferriss, like they, they really helped me, like influencer wise. Yeah, that's awesome. You're So you're the first person who has given... To at least to my recollection, you're the first person who's either given the answer of somebody who you've never actually met, like an author or somebody who's influenced you in that way, or a celebrity slash you know influencer, influencer, the Tony Robbins, the you know mm-hmm. stage presence, that Tim Ferriss, author and blog sort of sort of thing. You're one of the first that actually talks about the influence of people, and really that's either through technology, and and you could view books as a a type of technology, an older technology. Mm-hmm but an an older technology of communication. So it's interesting that um, when you think about the people that have changed their lives, in some cases, these are people that you've never even met, but that their words and ideas had such an impact on you that it changed how the rest of your life played out. Yeah, totally. Like my best friends, my first lovers, you know, my, like, because I I don't like to just depend um, on your own environment because many kids, you know, they only have parents and then school and neighbors. They don't have so much surrounding to inspire them or to show them what they are capable of. So books are amazing. There are movies, but, you know, there are many types of movies. Books, like generally speaking, I love books. Like I love movies too. It's very creative, engaging, entertaining. But the words are more helpful to open up your mind than I think the visual. Was Especially there any, if you're young, like young kid. Yeah. Was there anyone that put this idea into your head? I mean, a lot of kids don't like reading because it's kind of um, a, a more active and engaging process than, say, watching TV or movies. 
did, were you just always a fan of reading or was there someone who kind of inspired you, maybe gave you your first book and you were like, you fell in love with reading, which put you on that yeah. path? You know, tell me about that. Wow. Good. I never thought about it. Good question again. So uh, my, I have two brothers, my little brother, one birthday, um, he got a gift. It was the world classics, 21 books, little, not like original versions, the kid versions. I was probably 10 year old, 10 years old or something. Um, so I start reading them because, you know, they look colorful. They look amazing like 80, 90 pages probably. Um, and I love them, each of them. And that's how it started. My, I remember my dad was, um, don't read books, like it's late, go to sleep. And I would go to bed and literally just read with a flashlight. And my eyes got bad <laughs> because of that. But I'm, I'm like really happy because that moments were really good. Okay, how can we make the kids love it? Um I think I see some parents, they read with them, like truly, they love reading. They like, they make it like visualize. And then when they read, when they try to read or fake to read, they, uh, they encourage them and the kids feel loved because um, like when he, so it's when he reads, the parents love him. So he's going to like read to get that love more. It didn't happen with me similarly, but I, I'm very self um how do you say like i don't need someone else's like self-motivation yeah like i love that books more than the, the real life maybe let's say <laughs> and i think many people does and i read a lot of science fiction or like fat fiction um, fantastic i stopped them like five years ago because i i was reading them and like i get lost from this life um, so I like, okay, it's enough. It's super fun, but I want to read like more business self development. I loved self-development too. Like I read the many classic self-development books when I was maybe too young, like 13 years old, how to use the NLP, like mind, power, belief. So I loved reading books and I think maybe it's because it was so fun for me. And I'm very creative imagination. Like I had an image, but I didn't know I had imagination. I just thinking, I'm just thinking right now with you. And so that little kid, Nestle was creative. She had a big imagination world. And so when I was reading that world became real for me. That makes total sense. And I, again, I'm fascinated that the, the people that had such an impact on you were all of these words on pages, basically. It was the ideas of people from across the globe, maybe even from completely different times that made such an impact on you and changed, you know, like you said, you, you learned about self-help books and things like that. And those are things that put new ideas into your head and move you forward along a path. So you're moving along these paths inspired by people that you may have never even met and you try things and you get involved in uh, one idea uh, to, to go and, and be in an engineering uh, company it doesn't feel right. You leave there, you start up these blogs, you start building communities, you learn about all these technologies. So your life has had this really interesting path of, of where those different influences are. When you look at it, when you take the entire body of work that is your life and all the influences and things, if you look back to earlier in your life and if you think, I, I wish I could go back and tell myself this, 
assuming that, you know, the butterfly effect is not, not a thing right now and that changing something in the past isn't going to drastically affect your future, but that it could avoid, it could cause you to avoid hardship or something that was really difficult to deal with. What would you go back and give yourself as advice um, that you think would have made the biggest impact on you? Um, I believe, um, Jeff, I believe everything's supposed to be what happened. Like nothing should be changed really. So I can become who I am today as I am. Yeah. So, so let me pause you right there though. So assuming that nothing else changes, right? So I'm, I'm the same way. So I'm a big believer Mm -hmm. in, you know, I like where I am and therefore I wouldn't change a thing because I wouldn't want to risk anything else being different from what it is. Like, you know, the, the idea that you, you change one thing in the past, it changes everything in the future. So let's put that kind of philosophical idea to the side mm-hmm. and instead think about the lessons that you've learned over your life. And the purpose of this for me, at least, and, and how I think of my audience here is I want to look at all the lessons that my guests have accumulated and that they could pass on, not necessarily to themselves, but to my listeners so that they could mm-hmm. learn from that and say, oh, well, mm-hmm. that's something that I should learn from and take with me in my life. So whether it's going back in time and telling yourself that lesson or whether it's giving it advice to somebody who's at an earlier point in their career than you, what's mm-hmm. one big piece of advice you would have, one big lesson that you wish you had learned earlier or that you think people should learn now at this point in their career? Um, I think... Like, I would truly suggest what I did. Um, there's nothing to be afraid of following their path, right? We, we know that. It sounds easy. But some things that is preventing is like the, them is their families or friends. They, they imaginary, they put these blocks around them uh, or around you, let's say. Um, and I see many people, my friends, they are talking about like, oh, no, they can't do it or like they can totally do whatever they want to do. And it's so fun. It's challenging. I like love challenges. Like if there's something challenging or scary, like just go do it. Um, not necessarily tell it to your parents or like your friends because they will not always support you. I think this is very important. I, I always look even the couples um, and they block each other from doing what they want to do. I don't I mean, it's everybody is different to you. Like for me, I wouldn't care about it. Like I would just go for it. You know, I love my parents. I die for them, but I will go for my life because they have the picture of what their daughter or sons should be doing. Uh, but this is not their life. Absolutely. Free your mind and the rest will follow. Just go do what you want to do. But yeah. obviously you have plan. to be oh, with the plan. plan. I was going to say, yeah. but, you know, there's, there's obviously it, it's about confronting the fear and doing it anyway, but having, having the plan of how to go about doing it, obviously. Okay. Can I add something here? Of course. It's your show. So, just like an example. So I came to us, New York with $300 cash and two credit cards. And I had no plan, but I knew that's the city I supposed I supposed to be. Like it kind of called me. And but before that, I actually, you know, the job. Okay, let's start over. So I quit my job, and I said, okay, I can't do here. I can't, I don't want to work in a corporate. I don't want to work for a small business. Doesn't have big big dreams. And I didn't want to start my own business. So 
I open the map and I look at China, Russia, Canada, US, where should I go? And that's how I started. Like, oh, US is the world leader. I want to go and meet these people, the culture. I want to know them. And I want to see what opportunities are waiting for me there. And that's how I came um, with $300. That's and then I, absurd. <laughs> and, and then I meet here people. You know, I do Periscope live streams. They're like, oh, I live in um, like a city, like maybe in Philadelphia. I want to come to you, like New York a lot. And I'm like, why don't you come then? Like, this is funny. Like, why don't you come? Like, they have this block in their mind. They cannot do it. But you can just stop saying it and just do it and don't talk about it. Like, I didn't talk. I just went home and I said, uh, Dad, Mom, I'm going to New York next week. <laughs> and so. So you I, make it sound like it's so easy. You know, but realistically, but, that's a that's a super so, ballsy thing. But at the same so time, sweet, yeah. it is super easy to do, but it's also not. So it's just a decision that you have to make. And for you, it seems like it's a much easier decision to make because of whatever it is that's inside of you that, that motivated you to go and, and make that choice. So I want to ask you this out of that. And I think I know your answer to this, but for everybody that's listening right now, what's one thing that they should go and do today? Okay. Okay. I think, um, I think they should take a really deep breath, breathe or breath. Yes. Breathe. Take a deep breath. And feel like appreciated of what they have and like thankful. I think this is really important. This is number one. This is what they should do. And then once they are feeling this positive, like great um, appreciation feeling, I think they they may see some visions and like some future that where they should be. And I think it, it's going to come up. Awesome. So it, <laughs> yeah, no, that's outstanding. I think it's take a moment, reflect on what you have, be, be happy about it. Be, be grateful truly, about it. truly happy. And, uh, where would you like to be next? Is it where you stay now? Uh, or future, by the way, can I add one more little thing here? Of course. Um, one thing I did like when I was in college, like b before I came to us, um, I took a piece of paper and I wrote a letter to myself for like three or four years later myself. And that's, I think, again, similar practice, like, you know, the one that breathes and like appreciate. Um, write a letter to yourself and in the future yourself. And it's, it's so helpful to see like what you really want in life. You like you write a letter and you say, oh, I hope you got married. I hope you have like kids or like I hope you have a house or I hope you got this job. Uh, and then you write this and then you're like, oh, damn, I hope you don't do it. Like, I really actually don't want you to get this job or whatever it is. When you really connect with the person in the future, you're like your future self. It's so helpful to decide like what you really want to do in life at least three years later or five <laughs> Absolutely. I actually had this idea where um, I wanted to make a video to myself on my birthday every year, and I wanted mm -hmm. to make a video to myself five years in the future. And then basically after five years, I'd get to start watching them, um, mm -hmm. which I thought would be really cool. Um, it's just to always have a video, you know, five years out from now of myself talking to myself five years in the future and see how mm -hmm. things play out. 
So that was one of my big ideas there was to That's see That's a how, great idea. Yeah. I, I, I love it. Yeah, I thought so too. All right, so we're up to the rapid fire questions segment of our show. So are you ready for some rapid fire questions? Yeah, sure. Send them. Okay, rapid fire question number one. What are the apps that are in your dock, the ones that are closest to your thumb at the bottom of your phone? Um, the most apps that I use, like the, my homepage, uh, is one city bike app that I do to city bike bike share. And I need to check if the station has a bike or not. Um, I'm using the Croissant app. It is the office space app, shared office space. Uh, I can use any office space in the in New York City. And that's the other app that I'm using every day. And also Periscope. Interesting. Periscope. Okay, so bike share, you said Curson? Um, it's Curson. You'll have to send that to me afterwards so I can okay, want to make I sure will. I got that. And then Periscope and what else? Um, what else? What else? I use Google Chrome. <laughs> like I click on it a lot. Oh, there's an app that I it tracks which app I'm using most. Um, can I just check my phone? <laughs> yeah, sure. Please do check it out. I just totally. Okay. Oh, WhatsApp as a communication messaging app. Got it. WhatsApp. That makes sense. Um, Instagram because of the stories now, like Snapchat, like Instagram stories. And there's one app it's called SERP Mojo. It's uh, tracking my SEO ranking for keywords that I put. And it's very helpful every day, day and night. And I check, I check this a lot, like what's going on my Google ranking. Awesome. So wait, that's a lot of apps to have in your doc. <laughs> so what are the ones that are actually like sitting at the bottom of your phone? The ones that are like the closest to your thumb at the bottom? Or do you have folders? Um, okay. It says phone messages. I never use the messages though. It's just the pre that I didn't check changes. Okay. But my homepage, um, there are 16 apps. Yeah. So and I want to know the ones that are in your dock, the four that are like right at the bottom. Oh, by the way, I'm using Android. What do you mean dock? So the dock is like the, the part at the bottom of your phone. It, it's the same thing on Android and iPhone. It's just that on Android, it's like it can support okay. five okay, or six. Okay. So, so one's all the way at the bottom. Phone, yep. messages, yep. Chrome, app. Yep. Cool. But I barely use phones and messages. Interesting. Like that you haven't changed them. I didn't change them. Oh, my God. That's interesting. Yeah. It's okay. I won't call you out on it. I just did. Okay. okay. So here's the next rapid fire question. What's the one application you can't live without? Mobile, desktop, or web? It's the one thing that makes your life that much easier. Okay. So it doesn't make it easier. Um, but if you ask me one app that you have to use, it's Facebook. Like I don't use it often, but if, if only one app is going to survive, it's Facebook because well, of the communication with friends, family. Yep. So that actually, I think probably answers what my next question is, which is that all social media sites will be deleted tomorrow. All of them, except for one. And you, Nestle, get to choose mm -hmm. which one lives on, which is it? Yeah, like social media, Facebook. Yep. So you would pick Facebook. Okay. Cool. Just Got for it. communication way, you know. Not otherwise, I would say Periscope. Okay. Cool. So, what's one business? What's one book that every business person should read? Um, Four Hour Workweek. It's not even new anymore. It's old, classic now. They should read Four Hour Workweek to automate their business. Um. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. From Tim Ferriss. Yeah. All right, and here's your finer rapid fire question. Are you ready? If you could have any one superpower, what would it be? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I don't like superpower. I'm really okay. Let's just find something, right? Superpower. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the hypnotize hypnotize other people. You would like to hypnotize other people, like you know the brain control the guy was doing. Uh, like he can control other people's brain. Oh, yeah. like Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Yeah, best. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. So I mean, it's his evil guy, but I think I would just. You would you use know. it for good, controlling other people's minds. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, I don't know if I believe it, but um, so Nestle, you've been nice enough to come onto the show. Uh, you've let me pick your brain and poke at you about people and technology and whatever else I wanted to ask you. So I want to give you a chance right now to basically talk about anything that is that you want, anything that you want to promote, anything that you want people to know that you're working on, anything where you can let people know how to get in touch with you or how to support you or how to work with you. This is your chance. Talk about whatever you want. Mm-hmm. How many minutes do I have? Just go for it. Whatever you want. If you start uh, talking for like yeah. 20 minutes, I'm going to cut you off, but uh, take your, you know, talk yeah, about whatever yeah, no, you want to talk about. Let people know what you're working on. Okay. Um, so, I think the best way to promote me is just following my journey in my YouTube channel. Uh, Girl on the bike, girl on the mattress, girl on real estate. Um, It's like everything I do, I do them because I am passionate and I enjoy doing them. And they can see this in the videos. Um, I would like to like help if I can help anyhow, especially building their businesses or they just need some recommendation, like quick tips. I I like that a lot because I tried every tool, um, every, any website app. Um, and I read, I read a lot of books not a lot. You can never say that. Sorry. Um, I just try to read. Um, I love them. Um, so I would like to help. I don't know the best way, probably like connect me on on YouTube and subscribe my email list. Probably let's like, let's be in touch because, um, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Like I may come up with something new too, because it's, it's a very powerful thing to know, like the internet and using the technology, the way towards what you want, where you want to go instead of, uh, becoming a consumer. So the business people, the businesses are going to use you. So I would say, Take the control, use this powerful tool, and it's going to take you where you want to go. Wherever it is, you can do anything in the digital world right now in 2017 as we are talking. Um, Just be out there. And I think that's great advice to end on. Nestle, thank you so much for coming on to the show and for all of the shareable family out there. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this episode because, as you know, this episode is shareable. Thank you, Jeff. That was so much fun. I can't even believe the guests that we get. I mean, can you believe the guests that we get? I can actually. I schedule them. Awesome. Well done. Well, this episode for me was an absolute blast and I hope everyone listening really enjoyed it. But now that we're in this fun little outro, what should people do next? Hmm. I think they should check us out on iTunes. Definitely go check us out on iTunes. And when you get there, subscribe, drop us a review, And then, what's that one last thing we want them to do? I don't know. Share the episode. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's in the name. So, please share this episode. Tell everyone you know. And we'll see you on the next episode of Shareable. Bye.